This is the Students of Tarot podcast, a podcast dedicated to the belief that anyone can learn to read tarot. to record this episode, episode three, at least three times. The first couple of times, it just wasn't pleased with the way that the content was coming through. And yesterday I did a recording session that I was pleased with and then it didn't record. In this time that we're experiencing, things are turned on their heads and everything seems like everything is being impacted. So as I was trying to record this episode and trying to find quiet time in our home and trying to find a time when I was in the right space and just really trying to still maintain a level of productivity and focus during a time where It's okay to be more gentle with ourselves and it's okay to not push ourselves past the points where we're actually productive. So I wanted to do this episode and I wanted to acknowledge what was going on around us and also keep it focused on tarot and keep it focused on how Tarot can help us through difficult times and the images in the card can invite in new ways of thinking. And as we're looking down the barrel at the absolute necessity for innovation in the way that we move through the world, tarot can be an excellent source to start to activate some of that. I also am comforted by tarot and it's journey to and with us through time and history. So tarot has been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years, depending on the historian. It's a reminder that we are all connected and that there is something that ties us all together. The images in the cards have been viewed by countless people and used to invite in new ways of thinking for generations and generations. And during an uncertain time, we can lean into the comfort of those things that got the people before us through. And for me, tarot is that. It is also a good time to study anything. So if there's anything that you're interested in, and especially if those things have to do with anything around healing, there are not enough healers and way showers and leading edge thinkers for the amount of people who are in these very moments 
having awakenings, who are rising into their power, who are questioning things that they had never questioned before. And during these times, I think we'll see a real draw to esoteric wisdom. We will see a return at an even wider scale. The shared practices passed down through these generations. The card we will be covering in this episode is the High Priestess. And I know that part of the pressure in recording this episode was around this card. This card is one of the more powerful and significant cards in tarot, especially for tarot readers. I would say that if there was one card that most represented the art of reading tarot, it quite possibly the High Priestess. So as I was recording the episode, my attempts at recording the episode, I wanted things to be so perfect um, to honor this card and to honor the spirit and the energy of the High Priestess, which is the embodiment of the Divine Feminine, the Keeper of the Veil and the Protector of the Dark and Hidden Information the High Priestess is about initiation and the ability to stand with feet in two worlds. The High Priestess is the introduction to duality for our fool. It is the subconscious mind and the esoteric information. The High Priestess represents secrets and initiation. And there is a sense with this card of things not always being what they seem. This is one of the cards that has some of the most iconic symbolism in tarot. And yet it is also a card that is wildly broad in its interpretation. There is always such a delight for me as a reader and as a tarot lover to flip the deck open and see how is the high priestess presented. It says a lot about the deck, the energy that is captured in that card. In many decks, the image is of a figure who is very young or appears to be very young. And I have noticed a in especially in more modern decks a more sensual and sexual side of high priestess energy coming through. The high priestess is wisdom which is the knowledge and the divine understanding. She knows why we're here. 
And she's here to help us stand between the two worlds. The High Priestess is the energy that we connect to when we look outside of ourselves. The supporter of intuition and being able to hear and listen to ourselves. The High Priestess is an invitation to connect with the depths of who we really are. In this episode, I'm going to share one of my favorite spreads And I'm going to present that spread to you as a reading. During the time that we're in, I feel called to read for the collective. And this seems like a perfect way to display and give an example of how the spread can be useful. So the spread we will be working with is the circle spread. This is one of my favorite spreads, especially for big things going on that you want to get an overall view of. It is also an excellent spread for birthdays and beginning of the year. Or really the beginning of any cycle where you want to see the whole picture. Um, So for this spread I will be using the Turnt Tarot, uh, which is one of my favorite decks. And especially during this time of uncertainty, I'm very connected with the straightforward and minimalist approach with this deck. So you can see the spread itself and where the the show is posted. Uh, I may also make it the cover of the show. So with a circle spread, it is pretty straightforward. Obviously, well, it's pretty circle. (laughs) So with the spread, it just depends on how large your deck is and how big the space is as far as how many cards you pull. Um, We're going to do a quick collective reading, so we'll probably end up pulling about five or six cards. Basically what I do with the circle spread is pull the cards and then read them however they come out. So there's no set position, there's no this means this. It's just a way to look and see what the overall view is. So for my readings, um, as I lay spreads, I always lay with the left hand. So face down cards, all in the shape of a circle. So occasionally I will also put a card in the middle um, to get the overall view of what's going on. Um, But since I think we're all pretty comfortable with what the overall view of what is going on, today I'm just gonna use a very basic, simple circle. And so in this spread, this came out to one, two, three, seven cards pulled through. So after you've laid the cards in the circle shape, um, the cards will be fanning out and it, it almost looks like a star. And it really just depends on how 
you like to lay the cards. So for me, I lay them in that star shape, but you can also create a circle by laying the cards end to end. Um, so I'll also try to find some examples of that to share as well. So once the cards are laid, we'll flip with our right hand. And the first card is the Two of Pentacles, followed by the Ten of Pentacles, the Five of Swords, the King of Cups, the Fool, the Seven of Pentacles, and the Empress. So in this circle spread, the spread that gives us a look at the overall energy, we have two major arcana. So this is a nod to it being a significant time. However, we may be at a, a lull or things are starting to begin and end at the same time. The King of Cups comes at the bottom of the circle, at the root of the circle. And this is a reminder that we are sovereign over our own feelings, that our emotions are there as guideposts and ways to show us how to navigate situations. And the King of Cups is very much about moving with love for me. <clears throat> the Five of Swords sits opposite the Seven of Pentacles. And the Five of Swords is the card that represents the sad truth that hurt people hurt people. And so sitting opposite the Seven of Pentacles, this feels like an invitation for us to look at why do we work so hard? What, what is the driving force behind the work and the, the process and the focus? Are we pushing ourselves because of childhood trauma? Are we pushing ourselves because of that thing that someone said to us however many years ago? The Seven of Pentacles is about work and getting things done, becoming a master of your craft. And if you need to ask yourself why, now is the time. The Fool sits opposite the Ten of Pentacles and the Two of Pentacles. So we are juggling and we are also coming to the end of a cycle. The Pentacles and their association with money, energy, currency, commerce, the building of foundations. We are seeing shifts in that space and the Fool invites in that newness and the empress comes to create that newness and the empress sitting opposite the king of cups feels like creation energy from a place of 
feeling from a place of a focus on the loving creation of the physical experience. Overall, this reading is a sense of being in the process of things changing and having the opportunity to do things in new ways, releasing the hurt and the pain that drove us from before and really stepping in to the true sovereignty of who we are as divine creators. Whatever you're curious about, Whatever things inspire a sense of wonder with you, lean into those things during this time. Take care of yourself in whatever way feels nourishing and nurturing. There's no rule book here. No one knows the right thing to do. And anyone who counsels you in absolutes just consider that no one, no one has experienced anything like this at this scale before. So anyone who is giving you expert advice doesn't know shit. Listen to yourself. That's what tarot does is mirrors our energy back to us. So if you use tarot as a tool, listen to the message that is for you so you can be lifted up allowing you to take care of those who depend on you to take care of the collective to take care of yourself be safe out there friends and love each other love each other so much i love you thanks for being here